Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Welcome to the 2X Podcast. Here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey, 2X comrades, Bill Kasky back to the 2X Podcast. Glad you're with me today. As you probably know, this is part two of our two-part series on are you an amateur or are you a pro? And before we get started, I want you to download, go to billkasky.com forward slash 55 download to download the, actually, I thought there were 10 elements. There's actually 11 on this page. So there's 11 Uh, scale items that you can grade yourself in. I talked about the first five on episode 55, and so we're going to talk about the next five today. Also want to tell you about a podcast episode coming up next week. I've got a guest on named Vince Puglisi, and he is a uh, award-winning photographer for the NFL. He's a sports photographer. Actually, he does all sorts of sports, but he focuses on the NFL. And he's got a really great life story, and he's written a book, and I want you to stay tuned for that. So that's next week on the 2X Podcast. He's uh, become a personal friend of mine and somebody that I met at an event here about a year ago. And he's got a really interesting story, and I think you're going to learn a lot from Vince. Plus, he's got some fascinating photos that uh, are on his website. That is coming next week. We are also in the process of uh, launching a new 2X group for next year. The 2X group is our peer mastermind group. I take 10 people per quarter, and we work through the curriculum, and uh, there's an element of accountability to it, a mind expansion, mindset development, and also tactics and strategies. So if you have any interest in getting involved with a peer group next year, we won't launch another one until probably the middle of January. You can, uh, it's very easy. You can go to the2xgroup.com to schedule a call with me. We can do a 15 to 20 minute call, get to know you a little bit, what you're trying to accomplish. I'll tell you whether this program is right for you. And that's the easiest way to decide if a peer group would be helpful in helping you accomplish your goals for 2018. So if you have not listened to last week's episode on the first five, I would recommend you do it. We talked about attachment, outlook, value, personal growth, and resistance. And we'll do it the same way this time where I'll share the element and the concept and then talk about how I see amateurs performing these tasks and carrying this out and how I see professionals doing it. So we'll just do the same same type of thing. So here's number six. Mentality. The topic is mentality. The amateur lets the market and the world dictate their state of mind. They let garbage into their minds. I heard a, uh, who was it I heard the other day? Oh, I think it was Bo Eason, who I've had on the Advanced Selling Podcast before, and you've heard me speak about him. He is, uh, his focus is on creating your own story, but he does a lot of work around culture. And he said that the 
culture is really designed to keep us average. And so the more culture we let into our minds, the more, the more dumbed down we get and the more average we get. And those are his words, not mine. I don't know if dumbed down is the proper way to say that. But he says, if you're following the culture, you're not really achieving excellence. All you're achieving is what the culture says is right to achieve. And I do think there's a little truth in that. So the mentality is that that part of you that is the state of mind. It's how you see things. It's how you see your role in the world. The pro takes great care to make sure they are constantly aware of and managing their state of mind. It is a source of success. It is sacred. And I love that idea of sacredness. It's what else could be more sacred than your state of mind, your self-image, your self-esteem, your confidence level, all those things that we consider the inner parts of you. And so whatever we let into our minds, be it television, media, podcasts, uh, you know, videos, books we read, how, whatever we let into our state of mind becomes us. And so I think there's no better way to be a pro than to constantly monitoring what am I letting in? Because what I'm letting in is affecting me. You may not think it is, but it is. And so the pro, I think, takes great care to decide for themselves what gets in, what doesn't. Number two, or number seven, responsibility. The amateur lives an entitled lifestyle, waiting on someone else to invest in them. The professional takes 100% responsibility for themselves and what happens to them. 100% responsibility for what is no blaming. And this is, a, this is a good one for we in business and in sales where it becomes very easy to blame our success, but more importantly, more commonly, our failures on something from the outside. My marketing department does not pass on good leads to me. They're always, they're always suspect leads and they're never really good prospects. Or, you know what, customers don't answer the phone anymore. They don't respond to my emails my faxes go un, unanswered. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But how do, we, how do we take responsibility? Because once we start assigning blame to the outside for something that we can't figure out and so we blame the outside, it really disempowers us. I did a whole Facebook Live the other day on powerlessness. And this is one of the critical components is when we assign blame outside of ourselves for conditions that we don't like showing up in our lives, we don't have any power to correct them, to fix them and to remedy them. And I think that's one thing pros do is they're able to take 100% responsibility for their, their lives. How do you rank there? How do you rate yourself on a scale of A to F? Money is number eight. Amateurs. Know that money doesn't grow on trees and there's a limited amount. We live in a zero-sum game, we amateurs. We say, well, if Harold has a bigger house than I do, then Harold has somehow taken money from me because there's only so much money to go around. The pro says, rubbish. Know that money is a forever expanding asset that is delivered to you when you create solutions and value for people. 
I know I use the example of Rabbi Daniel Lappin, who wrote a book called Thou Shalt Prosper. I use this a lot, but I keep coming back to it because it had such a profound impact on me. And that is, if you want to improve your income, improve the value you bring to the marketplace. And you can even improve your charging mechanism. Maybe you want to charge more for it. Maybe you want to charge less and sell more of it. I don't care. But the question is, what are you doing to bring value to the marketplace? And are you seeing places where pains exist in the market that you can fix, and therefore you're creating products or solutions or services or content that help? The idea of there's a certain amount of money or, and you know, sometimes I think uh, as you get more successful, you have these ambitions of earning a certain amount of money, and then you earn a certain amount of money, and then you get to the next level, and you have another ambition, you get to the next level. And then at some point... The the money itself doesn't mean much. I mean, I mentioned Warren Buffett earlier. He even says in his documentary, you know, he's worth $68 billion. He goes, what does that mean? What, what does $68 billion really mean? And so he's giving a lot of it away to the Bill uh, and Melinda Gates Foundation before he passes, and he wants to give that money away through stock. But the point there is that at some point, it's got to be more than the money. It's got to be the meaning, the significance that you bring to other people, the legacy that you leave. So how do you do there? The pro knows that there's more to it than money, but when it, when it does revolve around money, it has to do with the value you bring. Number nine, outcomes. The amateur, they just want what they want. They seldom take time to really think about what they want. The pro thinks in terms of ideal outcomes, taking time to write down what they want from circumstances. They have an enormous amount of clarity. Oh, man. Over the last few months, I've been on this bandwagon with my clients. And I, as you know, I do a fair amount of sales coaching, high-performance sales coaching. I do a fair amount of training of sales teams. And I believe that lack of clarity is at the heart of what ails us. We don't really know what we want. We aren't really clear about that. We're not clear about how to get what we want if we are clear about what we want. We're not clear about who we want to become as we're getting that. That's one of the, the most important things I think we as high achievers, and we want to 2x our business, who do we want to become you know, from a personal standpoint, as we are achieving this massive goal or this higher place, this higher state, who do we want to become? And whoever that is you want to become, that is who you need to become to get to that goal. And we're not clear about that. We're not clear about the legacy we leave. We're not clear about our role in the, in the universe. We're not clear sometimes about our role even in the company or in, or in the family. So clarity when it comes to outcome, in fact, I've got a client who actually named this, and they call it outcome clarity. And what they do is they go into an organization and they say, look, you know, we offer certain services and products, and you have certain issues that you're trying to accomplish. We, everything we do rotates around outcome clarity. We want to become very clear about what you want your outcomes to be. And if, if we're clear about that, and you're clear about that, we can operate, we can create a journey, we can create a map and a blueprint roadmap to get there. If we are not clear, we will not engage with you. The positioning is very strong about that. And what they have found is that 
when when the client says, you know what, I agree with that. Let's go to work and let's become clear on the problem. They almost always get the business. Their closing rate's like 80%. But how many times do we adopt that position? Because most of the time what we're trying to do, the amateur is trying to do, is sell something. They don't really care about outcomes. I say get clear on the outcomes, not only of your own life, but also the prospect's life and the relationship you have with them. And you'd be surprised at what good things will come of that. Number 10, goals. Amateurs set goals only when people make them, only when the manager demands it. Pros think goals all the time. They think, what is my mission here? What am I trying to accomplish with this initiative? What are my numeric goals? Or what are my non-numeric goals? Not just how much money is it going to create, but what's, what does this mean for my organization or for my, my human needs, the, the family that I support, or whatever that is? You set goals. And I got to be honest with you, I go, I go hot and cold on this. I mean, I know, I know that it's a necessary requirement. I also know I've got to prod myself to do it. And when I don't do it, uh, I don't communicate the value of the initiative very well. I don't create the right plan because it's, it's not crystal clear to me where we're going. And I think if you manage a team, you owe it to your team to be very specific about the goals. And uh, I'd say in this document that, you know, this is for every area of our life. We're talking more business here, but I think it's the same thing applies to your financial. What is your financial goals? What are your financial goals and uh, what's the plan to accomplish them? Number 11, the bonus, time. Amateurs believe that every hour has the same value and they waste tons of it watching cat videos on YouTube. No, why do we always use that example, cat videos? Do people still watch cat videos? I know for a while there, that was, it was like the most popular thing to watch, but we still use that as an example. We've got to find a new example. Pro knows they earn higher value at certain times and look to spend more time in high pay areas. You've heard me do the money value of time. This is not the time value of money. That's uh, finance 101. This is the money value of your time. What is the value of your highest pay time? When do you get paid the most? Are you in front of customers? Are you delivering speeches? Are you doing expense reports? Probably not. But that's an example. And the challenge is that we have all these different elements of time that we, uh, tasks that we do during the day. Not all should be assigned the same value. It's much more valuable for you to be in front of prospects trying to figure out what their problems are and negotiating deals than it is stuck in your office doing uh, accounting chores or, or expense reports. And it may be that there's nobody else there to do them, but you've got to have an awareness of where is the high pay time, the mid pay time, and the low pay time. Pros know where they make the most money, where they earn the most money based on their time, and it's the money value of the hour. What in your optimum hour are you doing to generate results? And that's what you need to be doing more of. So if you haven't already downloaded this document, shame on you. Go to BillKasky.com forward slash 55 download. It's the number 55, the word download, and that will get you a copy of this. And I hope this has been helpful for you. I think the whole idea of grading yourself and assessing yourself can be useful. And hopefully I've given you some things to think about here that is, that is more than just sales tactics. I don't think sales tactics alone get you to 2xing your business. I just don't. I think it's things like this. 
where we say, you know, are we acting like an amateur or are we acting like a pro? And by understanding how pros act, we can get there quicker. If I just say to you, you know what, you need to start acting like a pro and give you no framework for it, you don't know how to do that. So hopefully that helps. Talk to you next week. Bye. You've been listening to the 2X Podcast. If you'd like to contact Bill, email him at bill at billkasky.com or follow him on Twitter at Bill Kasky.